Now fuck some guys. Fuck a good butt. I like, what if we did communism, but you have to be gay? The government pays for everything. Mm-hmm. You work in a factory. You get everything you need. Well, you have to be gay. Could you do like gay dudes do and still fuck girls? Yeah. On the side? Sure. Or that was the main thing you did. That's cool. Yeah, just, just communism. It's okay. the people's penis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You have to share. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. You just try I don't know what communism is. <laughs> nice. Well, I would do it. I would do it. Yeah. Whatever. You know, I just don't want to listen to the guy get fucked. No, you don't. No. That might be the worst part of gay sex. Besides the sex. Well, it's like, have you have you ever, like, fucked a girl and them not make any noise? It's kind of weird. It's like, you want to, I want to hear the noise. Yeah. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. It, it, it kind of makes it a... Uh, no noise at all. No, like, labored yeah, breathing even. If there's not even, like, it just may, you know, it's just like a... Like a yoga class. That's... I don't like that. Yeah. I like some screaming and talking. Is that what you do with your kids in the house? Right no. next to you? No, 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 you can't do that. But, <laughs> you know, but I don't want to, I don't want to not hear anything, you know? Split one on the corner, one the side of gay cock. Yeah. It's like, well, just stick your head in the pillow and scream. Okay. At least there's an illusion of noise. All right. Anyway, let's stick into this, dumb bitch. Uh... Woo! This is a heavy subject. We talked about it on the last episode. This is part two. We left off. It's the Tulsa Race Massacre. I suggest listening to the first part to catch up. But if you're one of those people, essentially, the city of Tulsa, Oklahoma, is about to exterminate a bunch of black people. Damn. Is exterminate a bad word? Probably. I didn't mean it like that. Yeah. But they're going to massacre Dude, you know what, uh, speaking of massacre, it's hard to fart. My guts are weird, dude. I took a yeah. bunch of acid yesterday. Yeah. Just got my guts going. Yeah. I also decided I don't care about this podcast, so if you... Really? I mean... Okay. I don't care about you fucking it up anymore. Whatever. Good. Go free. Yeah. But... Yeah, that fart's bad, dude. God damn. It really is. That's a truly uh, a stinky fucking thing. Yeah, my head's rattled, dude. Acid is uh, it's fun for a while, but God, it's too long. Yeah. How do you get like a four-hour acid? Mushrooms? No. It's not the same thing at all. Yeah, I don't know. I can't, I don't know. I can't go that long. It's fine whenever it's like... The first couple times, but after that, it's just... Eh. It took so long to fall asleep, just fucking yeah. tossing and turning. That's definitely like a game for you when you're in your, like, early 20s, I feel like. I didn't take it when I was in my early 20s. Yeah. Even mid-20s. Really not the 30s, because... Yeah. It's, it's a little boring. Well, it's not only that, it's just sleeping. It's, like, important. Yeah. You know? It was in your 20s, too. That's where we fucked up at. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I was just sitting outside last night getting creeped. Yeah. <laughs> it just everything looks like a spider web. Like, you see a spider web, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you look at the sky, and it looks like a spider web. And then you look at the trees, and they look like spider webs. And then you look at the ground, and you see an actual spider web. You're like, oof. I would have spiders, bro. I would have <laughs> had a bad time. See, I ain't never had no trip like that. I would probably be locked up somewhere if I had me one of those. Nah. I hate spiders. That's just bullshit, dude. I always think, dude, I was thinking last night about how Vietnam was basically murder camping. How so? I mean. What do you mean, how so? I mean, I get it. Fucking idiot. I get it, but how so? I'm just like, you know, explain. (laughs) Explain to me your thought process. You're just out with the boys. Yeah. Camping. But every once in a while, you stumble upon a village and have to murder everybody. All right. Okay. Yeah, totally. Murder camping. Yeah, it makes sense. That was a cool war. 
Hmm. We shouldn't have done it, but yeah, no. If you were in it, kind of rocked. Yeah, it always seems veterans like veterans are always like, you don't know what it was like. It sounds pretty fucking cool. Yeah. You had drugs. Yeah. Smoking weed through a fucking shotgun barrel. <laughs> Just chilling, dude. Yeah. Out with the boys. Getting jungle rot on your feet. Man, sucking a jungle rot toe. They're all fucking too, man. Every Vietnamese veteran, if you get them alone, they're just going to tell you about Saigon whores. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of them. It's not, I highly doubt those women were like, I can't wait to fuck these guys. No. Just the product. A lot of times it was like setups too to kill them. Good. Yeah. Well, you're too horny to live. Ooh. Trying to exploit the area. Yeah. Pow. That might be like 99.5% of the male population too horny to live. Eh, maybe. I don't know. There's a couple that I could just, they would, they're like, I don't want to have sex. It's like spilling out. Yeah. Yeah, there's a kid at my job that's just so high strung. It's like, dude, just go find a way to bust, man. He can't. I know. It's heartbreaking to see. Wouldn't be like spiders, though. <clears throat> heartbreaking. He's just fucking like pouring spiders in his dick hole. Something. And then jacking them and they shoot out. Kid, dude, if I would have been watching porn since I was 12 on my phone, yeah. I'd be so weird, I think. Fuck yeah, dude. I think it's fucking up the fabric of humanity. The internet really is. Technology is really fucking everything up. Yeah. But porn especially. Yeah, for sure. I hate to be the guy because I know exactly what our fans are like. Oh. But if you're just watching wild, mind-numbing, crazy sex from the time you're 12 on your phone. Yeah. You're not coming out good. Yeah. Like I said, first porn I ever saw, a guy was shooting sparks out of his dick. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's what it's like. There'll be a fucking sparkler when I get older. Yeah, I was with my wife yesterday. We did like the most cliche acid thing and watched the Good Trip documentary on Netflix. Yeah. And they got ASAP Rocky told a pretty funny story about taking acid with this girl and how cool it was. And he's like, he's like, this is some graphic, raunchy shit. But sometimes life be like that. When I nutted, it was like a rainbow came out of my dick. Hell yeah. Tight, dude. I never got to that point in my life. But nah, man. Leprechaun. I never have. I took a four hits yesterday. Yeah? That's pretty good. Can't ever get the fucking cartoons and shit. Whew. What's it going to take? Yeah, maybe you need to do 10. No, man. I know better. Anyway, <laughs> drug talk. Let's get into... Uh, I'm trying to just make it a light, a light walk into a race massacre. Yeah. Which is not a light subject. It's a tough one. It's a tough one, and I had a... I would say a lot of people, I had 15 people or so message with questions, which doesn't make sense. Sorry, guys. I hate to blast anyone. I like to talk to you, but it's like you're asking me questions about something I'm talking about on a podcast for two hours. So maybe just put your ears on the case. Maybe we'll get some of those questions answered in this episode. I think so. But a lot of people haven't heard of it. Yeah, and is- I thought that going into it. I mean, that's what made me think of it. Is I had a conversation about how... Had a conversation with some dipshit that I know that I basically got completely over with dealing with because they don't have the perspective of how race relations work in America. Yeah. You try to be mm-hmm. like, you know, here's the part that you're missing out on is that black people had... It wasn't just slavery. Like, we, we, white people stomped on black people. Yeah. As long as they could. Doesn't mean every white person, but the man, the majority, the fucking government stomped on black people as long as they could. So you bring shit up into the, like, can you prove it? Like, dude, number one, Google Jim Crow. If you haven't gone, if you haven't even gone that far, let's not talk about it. That's where I started off at. And I was mad, but I was like, well, maybe I can help this fucking dipshit out a little bit. I'm sure they're listening and like, I'm not a dipshit. But I, anyway, if you Google, just look into it, you dumb fuck. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he's like, black people have it better. It was just one of those classic arguments where 
I don't know if it was just somebody trying to fucking talk to talk. That's why you don't respond to people. Yeah. But they were just saying black people don't have it that bad. They didn't know about Jim Crow laws. They didn't know about the Tuskegee experiments. And they didn't know about this. And I think, and of course, anyone arguing with you online, basically arguing just to have a conversation with you, nothing's going to sink in. But I could tell that they were like, I can't believe this happened. Yeah. And it is unbelievable. But it's, yeah. it's crazy to me how little of this part of history gets left out, even as... There's another thing that happened, too, that was very similar to this, and I can't remember it either, but it's... The thing is, is, is kind of like... The one know, in Washington State? I believe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you got to think that, like, whenever the slaves became free, and I say that in quotations, they really didn't. No. You know, so it was just like... It, now you can uh, get a social security card or whatever the fuck, yeah. and you're going to go do the same shit, but you cannot drink out of this water fountain, you cannot use this bathroom, and you cannot sit in this seat on this bus. Vote. You can't vote. You know, vote it's all this bullshit. So, it's... And it's still going on to this day. I mean, like Baltimore, they still have like in a lot of other cities, they still have uh, areas where you're if you're black, you're not. The coding says that black people can't live there. It's still a law. Like that's real. Like to this day, it's still a thing. It's fucking nuts. Wait, what? There's there's coding in certain certain neighborhoods that were written, you know, way back, you know, probably fifties and sixties. Coding laws say African Americans weren't allowed to live in certain neighborhoods, and they never like overturned it, overturned it or anything. No, no, no. I don't even think. I think that uh, there's a lot of discussion about it, but yeah, there is some some coding things going on, and still like you, like if you want to go to like a nice white neighborhood and buy a house, uh, people can just decline you for that reason, and it's justified by the law. So, that's, yeah, that's fucking crazy. It's a dark, dirty horrible history yeah and i don't want to be negative in a shit world and throw fuel on a fire but what i do want to do is just make sure anyone out there who probably don't listen to this podcast hopefully not or if you do just understand the background of the things that you're complaining about there's a lot of boomers out there (laughs) yeah a lot of young boomers out there that just don't uh, can't wrap their mind around why black people or any minority that got stomped on in this country are so quick to react to a racial situation. Because what we have here is a perfect example of what happens in a time where there's no social media. They can quiet it down and keep it. They kept it a secret for years. Sure. So we left off I'm not going to go, but you have to go back and listen to the other episode, but they left off where this kid Roland basically was accused of grabbing a white woman's arm. That's what, that's what the crime was. Uh-huh. He grabbed the white woman's arm in an elevator. So he's uh, a fucking felonious criminal now. Yeah. The black Wall Street neighborhood wants to break him out of jail because the white populace of Tulsa, who's already has anger issues towards the black Wall Street, basically returning World War II veterans, World War I veterans, sorry, are cranky. Uh, that the black people have money when they came back and they're just soldiers. Like it's somewhat other than America's fault that they aren't being taken care of. Yeah. Which is one of the worst aspects of our country as well. Sure. I think, do I think that we should have a military force that polices around the world? No, absolutely not. But the times that we've had to deploy that, and I say had to, as the government chose to. And then veterans come back and they, they get no care, no help, no support. I mean, it's a fucking mess. Yeah, I mean, the VA. And then to come back and not blame the country that sent you 
but to blame black people. Yeah. Get your head out of your ass. Well, I mean, if any, anybody that's a veteran knows the VA is like, it's, it's long waits and it's always a bunch of bullshit. It's like, it's just jumping through hoops all the time. So it's like, you know, that's why they try to snatch your ass up when you're a kid, especially when you're a kid that has no opportunity, you know. They want they want you to feel like you're going to have an opportunity when you get out. You can do this. And some people yeah. do have great military careers, but you know, it's I don't know how how some people make more money at it than others. I, I don't know how it all works, but a majority of people I know that are vets, they kind of got fucked. Yeah. You know. Definitely, but that's that's what is causing the tension. Here in Tulsa, just a successful black neighborhood, pissing off the white citizens. So any they've had the chance to clash now. Black people have sent about 100 people to the jail to protect the alleged plaintiff. The white people in town feel attacked. Somebody fires a gunshot. They don't know exactly where it came from. It's assumed the white side when they saw the armed black populace show up to the courthouse. Took it as an act of aggression. And the gunshots triggered an immediate response by the white mob. Many of whom have just straight fired upon black people. Black people then fired back at the whites. They would call this a battle. It lasted a few seconds. It took its toll, 10 whites and two black people laid dead or dying in the street. And I think I hit this last week, but I'm trying to catch up to exactly where we're at. Black men who had offered to provide security retreated towards Greenwood. Yeah, we did talk about this. Whoops, and that resulted in the rolling gunfight. That Because I remember explicitly how awesome that is. Yeah. A rolling gunfight. Yeah, man, just a, a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> That's like a joust. <laughs> but the problem with that is is that the white mob just began shooting at any black person they could see. And, of course, around 11 p.m., the National Guard got together, and they went in to subdue the rioters. Several National Guard groups got deployed downtown to set up a guard at the courthouse, the police station, and any other public facility that they wanted to keep safe. Members of the local American Legion joined in on patrols in the streets. That's just a bar. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, let's get them, boys, finally. Forces appeared to have been deployed to protect the white districts adjacent to Greenwood. The National Guard rounded up numerous black people and took them to the convention hall on Brady Street for detention. Around midnight, white rioters again, got together outside of the courthouse. This group was smaller, but they were way more into physical violence. They, they didn't just want to have their voice heard. They wanted to have a lynching, and they wanted to have a fucking gunfight. It sounds like the Shriners Convention. Yeah, dude, this <laughs> probably is some Shriner-ass shit. <laughs> yeah. Handed out free tickets to the circus. Ah, fuck this shit. We'll just go dude, those kick some cars. ass. Yeah, we're in our go-karts. Shooting at the fucking <laughs> folks out here. God, dude. Those little tethered hats just spinning while they're shooting the Tommy guns, man. There's no way. Have you ever seen a Black Shriner before? No, dude. Of course not. Never. I've seen a couple of Black Masons. Yeah. My understanding of that is that they, they're their own thing. Like, they don't believe in the same shit. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Because they're not allowed in the Illuminati? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Because all the white Masons, I mean, you know, like the Masons here are all white. Sure. Then I guess there is some black ones too. I know, I actually know a black Mason yeah. I work with, but I, but I know, from my understanding, is they don't get along. There's like, it is kind of, of course. A weird race thing. Yeah, sorry. You can't reach the highest level of ascension. Yeah. No. You, you actually can't suck my penis to ascend. Damn. That's what happens for sure, right? That's the 33rd degree. Definitely is, dude. It's just all that happens. They put you in a room and you have to suck a man's penis on camera. So that way. If you talk. They're going to show everyone you sucking a penis. Yeah. It's embarrassing. <sighs> what if it was? What if you had no shame, dude? If you were just like, yeah, 
I'm off the rod. Yeah. I want to get to the bottom of these secrets. Yeah. But there's not any, like, sexy masons. You get a cheesecake pin. They're all fat. Yeah. Beer drinking gross boys. Yeah, there's not any. I don't know any that are in in shape. None. None ever. You can't go to the gym when you're down. They pretty much do the whole fucking, like, uh... They just chill, dude. They, they just, just drink. do chants and shit. Yeah, they do. They drink and do chants. And occasionally buy food for people. Yeah. And shit. We yeah. should join. We should infiltrate. They'll listen, though. Yeah, they, they already are. I'm sure. Well, I'm sure we have Mason listeners. Yeah. They just sit around and do chants. They'd be stoked on our shotgunning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A fucking adult frat. But yeah, that's the type of thing you're dealing with here. The American Legion, get the fuck out of here. I know it's veterans, right? It's got to be, yeah. It's for sure veterans, okay. but it's a club. It's like a hangout spot. Oh, man. And they're just armed. They're armed, and they're going to they're gonna do what? Justice? For Where's the qualifications? Yeah, Drinking? Dude. Drinking? <laughs> it's not who you want, dude. But the, all the boys at the VFW got together, and we're going to fucking take care of this shit. Yeah. Have you seen the movie VFW? Yeah, yet? I watched it the it other rocks, day. Dude. It does rule, man. I love that old grizzled Vietnam vet. Yeah. We'll take these fucks on. Yeah, I love that shit. That's, That's what you want an old person to be like. Yeah, but they're not. They're pussies. No, they're they're all pussies. Like Vietnam vets that you think are going to be so hard are just like, I'm not wearing a mask. Fuck that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'd eat a Saigon whore out right now in the middle of the jungle, 197 degrees, rot pussy. Just to get off. And <laughs> yeah. I brought her home, too. Yeah? Yeah. She came back with me. I grew up with this dude named Ryan. <laughs> I hope he hears it. And uh, his mom, his dad fought in Vietnam and came back with a... Saigon whore? Is his mom a Saigon whore? Well, we used to tell him that for sure. Yeah. But, he, I mean, he went to Vietnam and came back with an Asian bride. So his mom's Asian? Yeah. Oh, 100%, dude. Sure. Yeah. But just imagine falling in love like that. Like, because you're a virgin, dude. You're a nerd. And you signed up for the military. Is that at a bowl cut? Fuck yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> He's just respecting the culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the same. Yeah. See? Yeah. Yeah. He probably had a camera with him. <laughs> Buddy, come on, man. It took me a second on that one. I'll take your picture. Yeah, dude. This is, can't be racist because I saw it with my own eyes. Yeah. But in Hawaii, this Japanese family, the dad, uh-huh. the matriarch. Yeah. He, number one, he was dressed like an absolute grill boss. He had like a striped polo shirt tucked into baggy jorts, white socks, adventure sandals, kind of like I'm wearing, but yeah. more yeah. more dadly, you know? Yeah. Like they don't have... The thing about the fucking hiking sandals, if the if you got straps in weird places, you're straight. But if it's like the old school, yeah, two strap system with the Velcro, yeah, with a white sock in there. But he had literally five cameras around his neck. Yeah, five. I know. Cause, I mean, we've been to Hawaii. What are they for? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's. I don't... <laughs> Do you remember that Japanese girl? That was beautiful, but she had a shirt that said. Will Mosh fuck you up? Yeah, yeah. What was that all about? Uh, man, it, it had to be some baby metal shit. What was that all about? I don't know. Will man. Mosh fuck you up? I don't know. But she did not in any way appear to, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Even though I love, what, what I, like, we discussed, I love Japanese culture, but there's some definite yeah. shit that is some wild shit. Well, they do. I mean, they just take English words and throw it in, yeah. in the pot. Will Mosh fuck you up? Yeah. Is it a question? <laughs> you just forgot the question mark? Yeah, yeah. Will the mash fuck you up? <laughs> or, will mash fuck you up? Yeah. Which one, you know? <sighs> will the mash fuck you up? Yeah, they need to make sure to say, whippo. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you fucking shook. Yeah, a whole restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> he just stood up. I've never seen. They had, no, they had no idea what you were saying, but they knew to bow and respect. Yeah. Everyone got quiet. But that's the whole deal, dude, is like in an Asian country, it's packed. No one respects personal space. But, dude, you, you have to kill yourself 
if an Asian, if a Japanese person made an outburst like you did, yeah, they have to go home and kill themselves. Yeah. <laughs> so they couldn't believe it, dude. Yeah, they They thought it was going down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz you're a big galoot. Yeah. You're a galoot. Yeah. And you just stand up and go, "Excuse me." And it packed. I mean, there's 200 Japanese people. Yeah. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, whip hole. <laughs> <laughs> just a funny word you thought of. Yeah, whipping it. And they <laughs> And they were shocked. Yeah. And they're old. They're probably using Google Translate, man. Like, whip nah, hole. Dude, they thought they were about to get Hiroshima for yeah. sure. <laughs> and then we walked out, and there's that guy with the store, and I was like, Excuse me, sir. You dropped your bung tongue. Yeah. And then, like, three it. hours later, we yeah. walked by, and he was still looking, dude. Yeah. He's frugal, dude. You can't yeah, lose your bung tongue. No. But yeah, that's another, that's another example of uh, racial oppression in the United States of America is and during World War II we rounded up all the Japanese. Yep. And we mosh fucked them up. It's so crazy. Yeah, that is bananas. It's bananas. God. And no one talks about it. Yep. We're doing that to what if Trump was just like, okay, listen, just want to say sorry, okay, to the Japanese people. We locked you up in internment camps, but we could not allow you to have access to airplanes, incredible airplanes, tremendous American airplanes, because all of you can't look at your eye, can't read. There's no read on your emotions. You can't see in there. And you just fly planes into everything that you can, okay? When I saw... The towers collapse. I thought to myself, the Japanese are at it again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, we're doing the same shit to Mexicans, like Latino people. That's fucking wild, dude. Yeah. Wild. Yeah, just internment camps. But there's nothing to say about that. Yeah, we're doing the same thing. We're doing the same shit. (laughs) Yeah, locking them up, dude. Dude, sovereignty is the biggest thing. It's the biggest bullshit ever. Biggest bullshit lie ever. Yeah, why why is there a border? So people can fight each other. Yeah. So people who have money in war make money. Yeah. That's exactly, that's all it is, dude. dude. So you have to pick a team, and then you're against that team. How do you not like Mexico? Dude, I I love it there. It's It's delicious. Beautiful, man. Beautiful, delicious. Yeah. And they're just cool. They're cool rednecks. All I'm saying, man, is if you go to the fucking Mayan ruins, dude... Uh, It'll blow your goddamn mind. I, I've never felt like so small in, in a place like just like what the fuck. Yeah, imagine how they feel. Yeah, man, they are small. Yeah, they, oh, they are, dude. There's these big goddamn lizards, like huge, like the size of dogs, just running like the size of Mexicans, running amok, dude. Yeah, they it's, eat them. I'm sure. Oh man, I, you get too close, like. <laughs> <laughs> Then yeah. I saw that thing where they were throwing people's heads through that fucking, you know how they play that game? Where yeah. Throw, dude, I saw that. Mexico rules, dude. It's fucking tight, man. It's a great culture. Delicious food. Fuck yeah. They're having a good time, but they're just, they just, they drink all the time. Yeah, man. They fucking listen to country music. Yep. They drive trucks. Yep. Just some good old boys. Yep. Having gay sex. Beats all you ever saw, two brothers fucking each other again. We had a tourist guy, his name was Yucatan Dan. He yeah. was cool as fuck, Was dude. that really the name, or is that just the name you gave him? No, that's his name. Yucatan Dan. Yucatan Dan. That's Dan. not that guy's name, dude. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we got to open up race relations, dude. We got a tour to Mexico. Yeah. Sure do. Mexico. Freaks me out, though. It should freak you out because if you... Drug cartels freak me out, man. Yeah, dude. Plus, uh, you fuck around in Mexico too much and you're going to get caught by El Cuco. That's a scary guy. <laughs> is eating the children is making the people sick. Crap. <laughs> El Cuco. <laughs> You don't want no parts of fucking El Google. Well, I hope they don't find him. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's what caused COVID, dude. That's what I'm telling you. That was the greatest. When that dude, the dishwasher I worked with, was telling me that El Cuco is what was making the people sick. (laughs) 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 He was thinking about going back, dude, 100%. He was like, people is getting sick. Eh, Mexico is no. My daddy, he say, is no get sick. But he's... People's be doing bad, and it's El Cuco. It's coming. It's <laughs> like, yeah, dude. He's just standing around with the open newspaper in a trench coat, and then pops his head in. El Cuco. El Cuco. <laughs> Got to wear a face mask. You can't catch El Cuco now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so let's let's roll back to the massacre. Trying to make a little bit of fun out of something fucking horrible like we do here at the DMD. National Guard rounded them up. That's what led off the path, which is a wild but I don't know like I don't know what the National Guard's role ever is in getting involved in a riot. Are you rounding people up to keep them safe or are you just trying to are you trying to end the conflict as quick as possible? Well, that's supposed to be the goal. Cuz the aggressive People aren't the black people. They're just trying to yeah. like, hold it down and not have their entire neighborhood ruined. But there is less of them. So maybe that was the thought process. Who knows? I don't know. Spills over into Wednesday, June 1st, 1921. All throughout the early morning hours, groups of armed white and black people squared off in lone gunfights. At this point, the fighting was concentrated among sections of the Frisco Tracks, which was a dividing line between the white and black commercial district. Rumors circulated that more blacks were coming by train from Muskegee to help with an invasion of Tulsa. Muskogee. That's, yeah, dude. I'm proud to be a black coming to fight from Muskogee. Hell yeah. That's you know, what, that's got to be a, like a cool-ass train ride. You're like, I'm about to go fuck, fuck some, this shit up. Fuck some whites happen, up, dude. man. Well, what if that was Merle Haggard was like coding that? Can you stop, dude? What? Picking your nails. You're right in front of me. I'm oh. sorry to bother you. I like Parmesan. It looks bad, dude. It's I'm, grossing me out. Yeah? I just got to get through it. Okay. <laughs> I'm still so mad you put your gross fucking hands in my wife's face. Well, I did. You know. Well, you're just like, here's this. This will be so funny. It was funny. Well, I'm going to do something funny, too. Okay. Just know once you open that can of worms up, it's coming. I'll swing on you, dude. I don't give a shit. I got acid strength right now. Yeah. You do give a shit. I don't give a shit. Okay. All right. Oh, no. When the rubber meets the road. (sighs) Dude. All right. Hold on. Before I get into this, speaking of racial tension, you know the Christian band DC Talk? Mm Mm-hmm. Did you know they were on Arsenio Hall? No. Oh. Okay. They go on Arsenio Hall. And Arsenio Hall has a formula. Of uh, Our buddy James Reed was in town. He showed me this shit. But the Arsenio Hall formula is basically he has a musical act. And then he'll have a segment when he goes to commercial break. He's about to come back from commercial break. And they're just going to play. But he wants to introduce the television audience to the musical act. So he's got DC Talk sitting on the ground, and he's like, this is a Christian band that's super good. You're going to love them. You're going to check them out. Why don't you give them a little taste of it, DC Talk? And DC Talk goes, we're just two honks and a Negro praising the Lord. Holy crap. Yeah. And Arsenio is like laughing and trying to not lose it with laughter, you know? Yeah. That's pretty genius. Is it? That's pretty fucking funny, man. Do you think they meant to be funny? No, no. absolutely not. They were just like, well, because I thought it was on an album for DC Talk. Yeah. And I figured that they was just like, this is something we've been doing around, you know, trying to break racial tension. Let people know what we're up to. Just trying to ease racial tension on the album. But then it was even funnier. When you had to be, think that they, they actually were like, all right, we have one chance to turn America's eyes to us. 
That was the take that they took on? I mean, I don't know. Two honks. Hannah Negro, praising the Lord. Didn't the black dude in that band come out gay? I hope. Doubt it, but that would I rock. I thought somebody in the band came out gay. Yeah, they but are. Seth might have came out and told me that. He came out to tell you that. He, he came out and told me he was gay. <laughs> I'm gay. And with the guy from the DC guy Talk. Talk. is gay. He inspired me to be gay. Seth is in a relationship with the guy from DC Talk. That would rule, dude. <laughs> if God I knew someone dating one of the guys from DC I Talk, I would be so stoked yeah. if fucking Seth was getting crammed by a big <laughs> black gay guy. dude from DC Talk. Yeah. I think he's big. His dick's big. Come on, man. Why is that? Because it's bulge. You ain't never seen that guy's bulge? Neither have you. Yeah, you just say he's got a big dick because he's well, black. Well, I've seen... Don't lie. I've seen him in person. I've seen him live before. DC Talk? Yeah. <laughs> dude, that's a Jesus freak right there, I didn't bro. know what the fuck it was, dude. A big dick? I mean, I didn't. I never even heard DC Talk, but everybody's like talking about him and shit. Yeah. And then... Yeah, but anyway, that led to me doing so many songs when I heard that because I was just like... I come from the land of the ice and snow, just two honks and one Negro. (laughs) (laughs) No. Just trying to get rid of that racial tension, everybody. With DC talking the Lord. Yeah, we're just doing gunfights. That's how much it's broken out. You got the Muskegee boys coming in to help, which is not true. It's a rumor. At one point, passengers on an incoming train were forced to take cover on the floor of the train cars because they got, once they, they just opened fire on the train and they were fighting on the tracks. So that's that's cool. Hey, we're arriving in tall shit. Gotta hit the dude. fucking deck, dude. They probably thought it was Jesse James. That's some cool shit, man. You rolling this or capping, motherfuckers. Yeah. 310 Dakuma. <laughs> Small groups of whites were made brief forays. What? Small groups of white made brief forays by car into the Greenwood area. Indiscriminately firing in the businesses and residents. Just doing drive-bys, bro. A lot of times they received return fire, which of course, dude. That's, what are you thinking? Yeah. You're causing problems. Meanwhile... White rioters threw Molotovs into several buildings along Archer Street, lighting them ablaze. Now I hate that they're do. I hate that that's white people doing it to black people, but I do love a Molotov cocktail. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It rocks. Yeah. You ever did one? No, man. I've done. Uh, I put a bunch of matches in a in a glass bottle and that's cool. Some uh, fireworks. Yeah. Or some gunpowder and some gas. I've already talked about the great bombings of where I used to live at. But, yeah, we did napalm. Napalm, you just take gasoline and put styrofoam in it. Yeah. Boat gas, not regular gas. I guess it's got more oil in it or some shit. Huh. Put styrofoam in it and it burns for forever. Shit. Uh We take kerosene and fill up a bottle with it and put a fucking rag in it and light it and throw it. But never on anything, just the road. But it blows. It blows. <laughs> it blows smooth. <laughs> it rules. Around 1 a.m., the white mob began setting fires. Many in businesses on Commercial Archer Street at the southern edge of Gr- the Greenwood District, which, again, is more commonly referred to as Black Wall Street. Crews from the Tulsa Fire Department arrived to put out the fires, but were turned away at gunpoint by the white fucking mob because they wanted to burn. As news traveled among Greenwood residents in the early morning hours, many began to take up arms in defense of their neighborhood, while others began a mass exodus of the city. Throughout the night, both sides continued fighting, sometimes just sporadically, sometimes in full-out gunfights. Numerous eyewitnesses described airplanes carrying white assailants who fired rifle and dropped firebombs on buildings, homes, and fleeing families. Can you imagine what that shit, dude? What the fuck? Airplanes! 1922. Like crop dusters just rolling through. That's like, wild, Like the man. fucking Red Baron. Just opening fire. <laughs> Insanity. Holy shit. That's... God, dude, that's wild as hell. The privately owned aircraft were dispatched for the nearby airfield outside of Tulsa. Law enforcement officials later said that the planes were to provide recon and protect against a black uprising, which we brought that term up last time. 
that's not helpful at all. No, nah, man. I mean, you don't protect from a black uprising by firebombing them. Law enforcement personnel were thought to be aboard most flights and were participating in the shooting of black citizens. Eyewitness accounts, such as testimony from the survivors during commission hearings, said that on the morning of June 1st, at least a dozen or more planes circled the neighborhood and dropped burning turpentine balls on an office building, a hotel, a gas station, and multiple other buildings to intentionally accelerate fires. Fuck. That gotta, I mean, that's got to fuck somebody up. Turpentine? and pl- all, Yeah, I mean, it's an accelerant, but you're also... That's ter- That's beyond terrorism. Yeah. You, you can't combat an airplane God, in 1922. Damn. It's a fucking wrap. Men were also firing rifles at young and old black residents alike. I mean, kids. Gunning them down the street. Other eyewitnesses heavily reported the use of nitroglycerin, turpentine, and rapid machine gun fire from the planes. In 2000, well, that's, that's the wrap-up of what happened. But in the future, we're going to dig back through history. In 2015, a previously unknown written eyewitness account of the events of May 31st, 1921, was discovered and subsequently obtained by the Smithsonian. The 10-page typewritten manuscript was offered by Buck Colbert Franklin, noted Oklahoma black attorney and father of John Hope Franklin. Notable quotes include, lurid frames, god damn it, dude, acid. It's taking me a while to come back from it. It takes you a bit. I'm scrambled. Lurid flames roared and belched and licked their forked tongues into the air. Smoke ascended the sky in thick black volumes, and amid it all, the planes, now a dozen or more in number, still hummed and darted here and there with the agility of birds in the air. Planes circling in midair, they grew in number and hummed and darted and dipped low. I could hear something like hail falling upon the top of my office building down East Archer. I saw the old Midway Hotel on fire, burning from its top. Then another, and then another, and another building began to burn from their top. The sidewalks were literally covered with burning turpentine balls. I knew all too well where they came from, and I knew all too well why every burning building first caught fire from the top. I paused and waited for an opportune time to escape. Where, oh where, is our splendid fire department with its half dozen stations, I asked myself. Is the city in conspiracy with the mob? Fucked up, man. That's crazy. <clears throat> the adjunct General Charles Barrett of the Oklahoma National Guard arrived with 109 troops from Oklahoma City by special train around 9.30 a.m. Ordered in by the government, he could not legally act until he had contacted all the appropriate local authorities, including the mayor, T.D. Evans, the sheriff, and the police chief. Meanwhile, his troops paused to eat breakfast. Barrett summoned reinforcements from several other Oklahoma cities. By this time, thousands of black residents had fled the city. Another 4,000 black people had been rounded up and detained at various centers. God. Under the martial law established that day, the detainees were required to carry ID cards. Barrett declared martial law around 12 noon, and shortly after, the troops managed to suppress most of the remaining violence. A 1921 letter from an office of the service company, 3rd Infantry, Oklahoma National Guard, who arrived May 31, 1921, reported numerous events related to the suppression of the riot him taking 30 to 40 black people into custody, putting several machine guns on the trucks and going on patrol, being fired on by black snipers from a church and then returning fire, being fired on by white men, turning the prisoners over to deputies to take them to police headquarters, being fired upon by black people and having two NCOs gravely wounded, 
searching for black people with guns, detailing an NCO to take 170 black people to civil authorities, and delivering an additional 150 black people to the convention hall. The massacre was covered by the national newspapers and reported the reported number of deaths varied greatly among the newspapers. On June 1st, 1921, the Tulsa Tribune reported that nine whites had died and 68 black people had died, but changed it to 169 black deaths shortly after. A for sure number has never been nailed down. The actual number is probably closer to 300, and the entire massacre was downplayed from the start as the media had intended, of course. Sure. In 1966, as the riot's 75th anniversary neared, the state legislator authorized the Oklahoma Commission to investigate the Tulsa race riot by appointing individuals to study and prepare a report detailing a historical report of the riot. The commission delivered its final report on February 21st, 2001. Five years. The report recommended actions for substantial restitution to the black residents listed below in the order of priority. Number one, direct payment of reparations to survivors of the 1921 Tulsa Race Massacre. Number two, direct payment of reparations of descendants of the survivors of the Tulsa Race Massacre. Three, a scholarship fund available to students affected by the Tulsa Race Massacre. Four, Establishment of an economic development enterprise zone in the historic area of the Greenwood District and a memorial for the reburial of the remains of the victims of the Tulsa Race Massacre. Fair is fair, and you know that the government knows that they fucked up beyond repair when they're handed out money, especially Mm -hmm. reparations. That's sad, man. That's some sad shit. <clears throat> I mean, you know, I, I, a couple things run through my mind is like, you know how, you know, think about what fucking, you know, big nuts you'd have to have to have an interrelation, inter, interracial relationship back then. Yeah. And then this all breaks out, you know, and it's like <clears throat> the people who thought differently that weren't like, the, the group think is a big problem. And this oh, proves it. For sure. Where it's like, you know, one white woman gets touched by one, like, one black dude's, you know, just And that's grabs it, a hold just touched. Her. And the whole fucking city explodes because there's a fear of, like, you know, like, what is that? It's, it's fucking insane. It's, they're not parasites, like. Yeah. And then everybody treats them that way. Yeah, we're not killing bats right now. Yeah. That's fucking nuts, dude. It's just crazy that. I'm glad we've came as far as we've came, but we need to come a lot further. <laughs> came as far as we came. Okay, we got to shoot. <laughs> Get the shooting. Yeah, I mean, that's only 100 years ago. Yeah, it's not that far, dude. It's crazy. It's not far at all. Hey, yeah. it, man, it's like I still have encounters with people to this day, especially like from the generation before my – or generation after my grandpa – and they're business owners, and they'll like say some real crazy shit. That's a that's what you would call a boomer, the baby yeah, yeah, generation, yeah, yeah. the Vietnam generation. You know, they were supposed to be radicals and change shit, but no, they just licked the man's teeth. I I actually had somebody like about a month ago. I was like, you know, how you doing, man? And say, you know, it's a boomer. And it's like I'm working like an N word. Are you serious? Yeah, it's like what the? Fuck, how did you think man? that was gonna feel to anybody? When I just kind of was like. Like, I didn't even reply to it back. It was just kind of like, okay, like, you're cool, you know. It's not, what, what, what the fuck, man? Trying to look cool, man. It's like, it's the same type of people that, like, try to live up to their father's standards. And it's like, yeah, your dad could have been wrong. Probably was. Probably hell, sucked. Hell yeah. He's still alive, too. Yeah. You know, but it's like, what the fuck, man? What a weird generation and then you got like our generation who's like a little bit cooler with things to try to be open-minded about shit and then there's people that are our age and younger that are not they're they're still living that fucking like this this is where we need to be as and a race it's crazy it's like that yeah. all over too it's like you think that rednecks are only in the south but no no dude everywhere and rednecks is a is a misconstrued word that's true but who cares you know yeah 
We're talking about black injustice, not yeah. white injustice. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't tread on the rednecks now. But yeah, I you. I can't wrap my mind around it. I hate to drill on with the same subject over and over again every week. But people got to know about this shit. Because one of the one of the takes I would see online from sometimes older people, and yeah, sometimes people our age is where it's like, yeah, black people don't have it bad enough to where a criminal gets killed by police and they should be allowed to go riot. It's like, well... You know, you have a phone. Yeah. Just Google. Just find out. And if you refuse to do it, we'll try to help you out with that so you can show your boomer fucking friends that would say shit like, what about black on black crime? Yeah, it was, that was created by white people. Yeah. You know? It's a system. It, it's a system. We, yeah. we, we've put them in poor neighborhoods as a country. That's yeah. the we, the country has crammed people on top of each other in shit neighborhoods. No chance of getting out. But it's like here in this town, uh, Malvern and Grand is a, is a, a black community. And it was known in the, in the 30s and 40s as some of the best rock and roll music and jazz musicians and blues musicians came out of this town. But nobody knows that history because nobody talks about it. But when now it's the area of town where the homeless people will get meth. Everybody shoots each other. And there's like a real rich history there that nobody talks about. And then a lot of it's because of this kind of shit where it's like, you're not even, we're not discussing the government things, doesn't want people know? to find out the truth. No, man. Because it's embarrassing. It looks bad. It's easy to justify behavior that the government doesn't like right now by pointing to, well, that was just 100 years ago. We yeah. don't want it to happen again. But it does. Sure. Yeah. We'll dig out. And I think it's just exposing people to the facts. Growing up. Yeah. Getting better. It's just a bummer episode. I don't know how to cap it yeah, off. Yeah, no, man. It's, it's a hard one, man. But. but I'm glad you know about it. If you already knew about it, hell yeah. If you didn't, then great. Yep. Pass it on. Uh, we got... Uh, same song as last week. It's uh, Terminal Nation, uh, Cognitive Dissidents. Uh, check that band out. They just put that album out that we reviewed. Uh, Friday. Existence, dog. You can't even remember? Yeah, I said that. But then, no, you uh, didn't? No, I didn't say it, but I was going to. The, and, uh, also, don't forget to check our sponsors out. Uh, yeah, go ahead so they can pay us two yeah. bucks. Yeah, well, caveman, cavemanco.com, DMD20 at checkout, get 15% off. And then uh, also the best fucking Honkle Gear in the world at beerbong.com. Same thing, DMD20, get 20% off. Great. Yep. We're sucking the man's dick. Sucking its hard (laughs) fucking cock. Well, yeah, man. We'll see you on the next, guys. If you check out YouTube, that would help a lot. Yeah. I mean, if just share that shit around. YouTube is a motherfucker to crack into. Yeah. And uh, we're working hard on making cool videos. So if you like them, if you don't like them, don't share them. But if you like them, let people know. Yeah. Trying to do record reviews in our own way, a little different than other people. We're out there. Get out there and suck somebody's bag or somebody's flaps. Yeah, make people feel good. Yeah, man. That's what we should be here for. Spread Making around. people feel good. Spreading love. All right. See you guys. Are you-